This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hey. Hello. This week <laughs> we're, we're switching things up for 2019. 2019. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you guys went in different order or I say it in different order? No, no. We It's done. We swapped our quotes. Yeah. Oh. We didn't even plan that. We're just Alex and I are some patty coat, <laughs> mm-hmm. as they say. I don't speak right. Spanish. <laughs> All right, well, this week we're not going to talk about anything uh, specific. We're specific. We're going to be doing our favorite things from 2018, or maybe not favorite, things we want to talk about from 2018 in the world of, you know, our podcast type stuff. So movies, TV. Memorable moments. Video games. Sports. The the video games. Um, Yeah, I left sports out of mine, but. I left left them out too, but that's more because I had nothing good to talk about. (laughs) Really? Really, dang! My first was, three on my list are all it, sports. It was a rough year for, for certain sports fan demographics in twenty eighteen. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we're just gonna do uh. You know, talk about what, what we nerded out basically about over the last year, and um, what we suggest or hope you guys do is let us know what you liked over two thousand eighteen. Send us on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, you know the stuff. I think we say it at the end of the show or something, and it's on the it's in the links. You know how to get there. You just don't. I think I think people just click off before they get to the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do us a favor and listen to the stinger for once. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you guys are missing some good stuff. Uh, yeah. You better listen or we're going to start adding ads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So 2018, lots of stuff happened. <laughs> yeah, it did. Uh, Scott, since this was your idea, why don't you lead us off? What's oh. your 10th? Most memorable All moments. Right. All right. Big, big surprise here. I'm going to lead this off with something from Marvel. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Uh, and that would be... Wait, de- Marvel only made three movies, so I don't know what your other seven are going to be. <laughs> well, you ask that, but then I say Deadpool 2. Oh. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I don't think I enjoyed it quite as much as the first one, but uh, it was just as irreverent, still laugh out loud funny. Uh Still very entertaining, and right now it just kind of occupies its own little niche of of comic book action. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens with some of the the other DC stuff like Shazam, which is geared more towards kids. But uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed Deadpool too. Uh, I saw that one in the theaters, and uh, looking forward to the eventual like third one, the 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 Deadpool trilogy, as it were. Hmm. Is that in production yet or no? Um, I don't know, but I mean, it, I think of all the stuff, you know, it's, it's got to be a given. Maybe Black Panther two is more of a given than Deadpool three, but yeah. <laughs> that's about it. Well, I'm just wondering if it'll happen before the Disney acquisition is finalized, mm-hmm. right? Like uh... before the blood dries on the paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Well, I think I think we've talked about this before, though, with the with the Disney acquisition, which is something worth talking about, even if it's not in our top tens. 
uh, that that whole Fox buyout actually went through. Um, I think I think the consensus amongst us was that they're still just gonna it was just gonna be kind of business as usual, maybe like as far as letting Deadpool be crass and for adults and things of that nature. Hope so. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Alex, why don't you go next? What's your number 10? My number 10 came kind of late in the year. There's a little bit of hockey news. Ready for this, Jeff? Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Gritty. Got premiered. <laughs> nightmare fuel. Yep. And I Pure, love Gritty. <laughs> unadulterated nightmare fuel. Because <laughs> he's so weird. And his, his bulging eyes, it is Nightmare Fuel, but he's also kind of like a Muppet from uh, Sesame Street with the flapping mouth and everything. <laughs> uh, plus, you know, it's kind of like the Capital City Goofball or the Philly Fernatic. you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I thought, thought about a lot about this, actually. They, <laughs> they, you know, they went through several designs and mock-ups, and then they eventually settled on this thing. And there had to be, like, one dude that was like, fuck yeah, this is the thing. This is it. <laughs> and then that guy must have been so crushed at, like, all the backlash that he's either, like, just completely deluded himself into thinking, well, they just need to see it in person or something like that. I don't know. Uh, no, was... I think they're they're leaning hard into Gritty. Uh, yeah, they're doubling down on it. There's no, they have no other choice. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So... I'm sure Jeff has an opinion on Gritty. It me. <laughs> that was his first tweet. Whatever. Mascots are dumb. He's whatever. That's all I gotta say. Uh, I don't know if you saw Alex. The uh, we we made some uh, gingerbread men, and uh, co oh, yeah, made office? made gritty. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Um, my number ten. This is the only negative and. You guys can probably guess what it is. Negative. Is it gritty? Didn't go in. Is it solo? It is definitely solo. Okay. Okay, tell us what it really is now. Yeah. Um, Oh, it's solo. It's solo. (laughs) We we keep saying we're going to do an episode on it, and we will, so I won't go too much into it. You know me, I'm disappointed in almost all these Star Wars movies, and this one was just right up there with the rest of the bad ones, so... Well, oh, I, as a I knew. Aside, um, I've started watching Red Letter Media on YouTube, and they do like a really good breakdown of uh, the Last Jedi. I recommend. Oh man! So, right. so just two two Star Wars things real quick. So, I didn't I didn't hate Solo Jeff, uh, but I knew as soon as I saw like I mentioned last week, as soon as I saw that hyperfuel in all caps, <laughs> I would I would I would not really care for it all that much, and I really didn't. There are parts that I like, though. I'm sure we'll go over that when we, we get to it. And yeah, this, exactly. The second part is there, there's a um, there's a side I go to the AV Club, which is like the onions, uh, like real uh, like movie reviews and TV reviews and things like that. Yeah. And and generally, I, I like I like what they write, even if I don't always agree with it. But like, so they they were like lukewarm on Infinity War, and they loved the Last Jedi, and I'm still pissed about that. Just tossing uh, it out I there. think they're just trolling hard. Yeah, I think they are. I think they're full of shit. Anyway. <laughs> I said, I don't get mad when people like shit. I don't know. Whatever. Like what you like. Just No, I didn't, I didn't get mad that they liked it. I got mad that they, they thought The Last Jedi was awesome and they were like, eh. Infinity War is eh. Yeah. 
Like it's that di- yeah, it's that I it's the dichotomy there that 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 I I can't wrap my head around. <laughs> anyway, yeah, Solo was awful, and um, yeah, it's kind of it, what the biggest thing is. I guess it killed the Obi Wan Kenobi movie that they were supposedly making. And that <laughs> sucks because that's a movie I wanted to see, and no the Boba Fett movie see. probably. No one wants to see a Boba Fett movie either, but people want to see Obi Wan. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a. a... I shouldn't say nobody. Obviously, people do, but I, I think I've probably mentioned this before. But uh, Pat Oswalt has a funny bit about what he would do if he could go back in time. Um, and he he mentions meeting George Lucas like right before he was going to do the the prequels, and meeting him on the street. And Pat Oswalt, you know, is like reenacting the whole thing, and he's super excited. And then as George Lucas, he's like, and then you meet Darth Vader, and he's a little kid. <laughs> and Pat Oswalt's like, what? the fuck are you talking about george and then it just kind of spirals on from there about how they keep talking about like yeah and then he's like pissed off at his dad like he just talks about all this shit that everybody hated about the, the prequels anyway it's worth a listen mm-hmm. all right i really want to go off on solo and i won't because we'll save it so scott number nine number nine so um speaking of shitting on movies um i've actually i've started listening to another podcast i know i've cheated cheating on this podcast mm-hmm. Which is not true because I'd actually have to listen to this podcast first. Hey, oh, listened to a single episode of this one. So. <laughs> That's not mm-hmm. true. There's probably like five or six that I've listened to. <laughs> uh, but um, how did this get made? Is the name of the podcast. Um, and I might have mentioned it on a previous podcast. I don't know, but uh, it's uh, Paul Shear, Jason Manzukis from the League. Uh, if you go, to, or if you are familiar with those guys. And uh, June Diane Raphael, Raphael, and they basically will pick like a really horrible movie and just break it down. And it's it's and they'll have guests on there. Like I had Kevin Smith on one time for um, uh, Wild Wild West, and he had some great stories. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's just a movie about people talking about bad movies. Um, it's actually very similar to our podcast, except uh, they don't quite list it out like we do. Um, but yeah, yeah I rec- eight, eight topics. Yeah, <laughs> talk about. yeah exactly. And they stole it from us. Uh, that eight. <laughs> what's the what's the line from? Uh, there's something about Mary. It's like seven minute abs. <laughs> what if somebody makes a six minute abs? <laughs> no, you can't even break a sweat in six minutes. Seven, seven minute abs. Seven. Uh, but anyways, uh, how this get made is uh, if if you're into to movies, um, they're they're funny. It's an easy listen. Uh, most of the episodes are about an hour, so yeah, I recommend it. Uh, and I've uh, I listened to uh, fairly recently because I had a couple road trips, and uh, now I've been going through the episodes. Uh, they don't have as many episodes as we do, of course. You know, they're not as dedicated to the craft, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's what's. What's the girl who's who's in it? June Diane Raphael. Oh, um, okay. So that's actually Paul Shear's wife, uh, but she's she's been in a ton of things. Uh, okay. You'd it's just one of the people you, that you would go like, oh, I recognize her, but she's never like the main star or anything. No, because I listen to a podcast with, or occasionally listen to a podcast with Paul Shear. It's called Unspooled, where it's the opposite, where they take like a classic. <laughs> yeah, movie. I want to. I want to. That's my next thing. I want to listen to. Um, yeah. I just want to kind of get through these first. But yeah, they 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 break it down. Of like great yeah. movies, like he, he he goes through like the AFI top one hundred or something like that, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so do you like that? 
Um, yeah, sometimes it get it's a little yeah for me. The, the few that I've listened to, I've liked. I just other ones that you know, like Han shot first and stuff that I like more. Yep. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I would definitely recommend it. But okay, it's not my go. It's the one I fall behind on. Like I get to it when everything else is. I mean, do you, do you listen to it for for all the episodes, or do you just pick the ones movies that you've seen? Yeah, now that I'm behind, I do start cherry picking. Okay. Alright. Podcasts. Yeah. Oh, that could be on your list. Someone can have your podcast like this. Mm. Alright. Um Alex? Nine? Yep. My number nine is a great moment in in this last year's World Cup. In that um Mexico was kind of on the wire. They didn't know whether they were gonna move ahead or not in the tournament. And what they needed was a miracle. They needed for Korea to beat, who was it? Germany or something like that, right? Yeah, it was somebody uh, big. They were definitely yeah. the underdogs. And so Korea pulled it out, which meant that they got to move forward and so did Mexico. And everybody went bananas. <laughs> so bananas, in fact, this is why I love <laughs> the Mexican people down there in Mexico City. A bunch of them just found a Korean dude that was down there. <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> and they were so happy. He was like, yeah, go Korea. We love you, Korea. They carried him. <laughs> they put him on their shoulders and they started running, just doing laps around the city with this Korean guy on their shoulders. And he was having the time of his life. Have you seen the video holding <laughs> the flags and everything? Oh, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it was Germany. <laughs> I was right. Yeah. <laughs> of all the teams. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, there you go. Nobody celebrates like a Mexican man. Yeah, the <laughs> it was rematch of WW two there. Mm-hmm. That's not true. <laughs> All right, it was the Korean War you're thinking about, Scott. Ah. Mm. <laughs> okay, uh, my number nine. Um... Early, I played uh, some games more earlier in the year, and the one I got back in the Destiny 2 with one of the expansions, I don't remember which one it was, because there's a few of them, but I played it a lot. <laughs> um, so whatever the latest expansion was early in the year, that's the one. I very I very seldom play video games anymore, but when I do, it has been Destiny just because I like sitting down and shooting stuff, <laughs> and that game is good at that. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so... I'll look up. I should have looked up the expansion, but Forsaken or something. Yeah, just a bit of news on that. The that uh, Bungie is separated from Activision. Their their whatever deal contract is over, so they're gonna publish their own stuff now. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to whatever they do next with Destiny. See how different it's gonna be. If it's gonna be an improvement, or if the lack of accountability is just gonna. Uh, ruin it? I don't know. So I'm excited for the future of Bungie. I am ambivalent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like the game. The they, of course, it was because it was who was it? Activision? Yeah. No, EA. It was Activision. Who? Yeah. Uh, who's the one that always forces their games to have? Uh, they get canceled. It's just like Star Wars. It's, they just e- got it's EA, but they're they're all guilty of the microtransactions. Microtransactions. That's yes. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I, I got to think that yeah, having the the big AAA publisher puts pressure on these guys to come up with a a system for that. 
But, you know, how much of that can you, you lay the blame on for, like, anything else that you don't like about the game? Also, yeah. well, rumor is that Activision made him cut a bunch of stuff because it wasn't within their scope or it didn't hit the demographic, like, the general, like, casual gamer that they wanted to hit. So there could be, hopefully, a lot of stuff that they, uh, Bungie really wanted in the game gets revived, all the good stuff at least, dust it off and put it in the game. So, I mean, just not to <laughs> completely shit on Activision here, EA, oh, EA2, um, so we're talking about microtransactions. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda was lined up for some kind of cool-sounding DLC, and it all got squashed in, oh, yeah. fa- in favor of just multiplayer microtransaction bullshit. I don't know if that was because they actually just ran out of budget altogether or whatever, but that was the end result was... At the end of the day, that's what you got. So, you know, nobody wants to end things with microtransactions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I've never even purchased a microtransaction. Um, in principle, I don't have a problem against them on free games. But if you charge me 60 bucks and then 30 bucks per expansion, then that I get a little mad at. Yeah. Unless, if it's, yeah, if it's a substantial expansion, kind of like the Destiny 2 stuff is actually worth it. Yeah. The why have the microtransaction. But if they don't help you progress in the game, like, that's one thing. Or was it the Star Wars Battlefront last year? Like or pay to win bullshit. Got... Yeah. Yep. I guess I have more bringing that other than skins and stuff. But whatever. I don't play enough video games to care that much. So, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> on Alex's, or Scott's number eight. Number eight. Wakanda forever. That's uh, that's that's my impression of uh, of your brother doing an impression of Morgan Freeman doing an impression of uh, Chadwick Boseman. Cannot do it, Mister Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Black Panther. Uh, you know, setting up uh, a basically paving the way forward for the next whole uh, arc phase, whatever Marvel, um, and doing it well. Uh, this was a upper echelon of the, the Marvel movies. Um, I loved Wakanda, the, the world they set up there. Um, I, I don't think I, I loved, uh, Michael B. Jordan's character as much as everybody else seemed to. Um, but I still thought he was effective. Um, at least certainly from a physical standpoint. Uh, I guess fucking yoked in that movie. Um... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was a nice, uh, you know, little setup for uh, another movie, which I'll be talking about later. Big surprise. Uh, and I kind of like this kind of one-two punch that the Marvels had over the last couple years. Uh, you know, with the, with the uh, Captain Marvel coming up, followed by uh, Avengers Endgame. Uh, but just to again to reiterate, um, Black Panther was was pretty great. Um, looking forward to what happens next with that i mean uh, i don't it might all be ended though because you know black panther got snapped out of existence spoilers mm-hmm. i'm sure he's staying dead yeah pretty sure he is i mean that movie was a flop so jeez. yeah i know disney doesn't like <laughs> no, <they don't. laughs> nope all right I'll, I'll a little more say about this later alex number eight my number eight, and this is uh, don't worry, Brian. This is my last sports thing on uh, on my list. Anyway, 
Um, Alex loves sports. He doesn't care who knows. That's right. The Pyongyang Olympics in 2018. Uh, a huge, another huge upset. This time it was Team USA versus Sweden. Isn't this the setup for Mighty Ducks 3 or something? Uh, was it? Were, were they the Swedes? No, I think they were. I think they were like the Finns or some bullshit like that. Or Iceland? No, it's fucking Iceland. Oh yeah, yeah. And right next to <laughs> it's Iceland. Iceland. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but this time, evil Icelanders. US underdogs, the U.S. curling team came from behind. They just wrecked the Swedish team. Speeds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the most curling I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> this last Olympics. You know, the favorite part about the Olympics is like stuff like curling and nobody... It's not even that people don't care about it. They're like not even aware of it <laughs> for four years. And then for just a couple of weeks, everybody's like... Yeah. Hard, 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 hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's why I always like the Olympics. Yeah, no, no, no. I, 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 <laughs> a break from my... Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I'm totally into it. Don't get me wrong. Like, I, I really like that. All of a sudden, I, I, I'm like, yeah, I want to see... Archery. <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to watch. Well, I was going to say handball, but handball is fucking awful. But uh, <laughs> rock climbing next year. Yeah. Street Fighter Hell Two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm against that. All right. Uh, on to my number eight, and this would be. Um, I'm trying to pick here, but. See, I forgot. I think it's season two. I have Glow on here, and I think it's season two of Glow came out in 2018. That sounds right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't watch much TV this year, and but I really liked season two of Glow. I don't know. I think I like season one more, but I really liked it. And that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, it's, it's on my list of things to go back. I watched like most of the first episodes, and then just got busy with stuff. So mm-hmm. Most but- of the first episodes... Most of the first episode, singular, oh, sorry. okay. <laughs> yeah. Glow Season 2, my number eight. Likes me my that Alice life has been mostly filled with Hawaii Five O and NCIS, so... <laughs> Did not make my list. Honorable <laughs> mentions? <laughs> Shh. Leah might be awake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Scott, number seven. Uh, number seven brings me to my first show on uh, Netflix... Uh, it was a weird thing. I think it was six episodes. Um, it kind of kind of came and went too. I don't even know if it's still on there, uh, even though it was produced for Netflix. Um, and that would be Maniac, uh, that had uh, Jonah Hill and um, Emma Stone and uh, Justin Thoreau, uh the guy from Leftovers. Uh, is it Throw or mm. Bart? I always get those. I think it's Throw. And uh, it's it was it was weird. Uh, had this whole sci-fi uh, kind of fantasy bent to it, but like was kind of stuck in like seventies technology. And uh, at times it was, it was hilarious um, and hyper violent at, at points, uh, surprisingly violent. And uh, I, I just kind of liked the the little story that it told, even if it didn't really pan out to be as deep as it, it may have been. Uh, but yeah, I recommend this if, if, if anybody hasn't seen it. Um, Emma Stone's is really great in this. Uh, uh, Jonah Hill's 
is is good. He's serviceable. He has some some good stuff to do in this. Um, and Justin Throw is uh, basically steals the show as the <laughs> as the the uh, kind of outcast doctor that returns to oversee this this uh, experiment that the other two characters are taking a part of. Mm. Um, so yes, Maniac. I I recommend this. At number seven. <laughs> Alright. Alex, number seven. My number seven, and here's my first movie uh, that's also, that's a sequel, is The Incredibles 2. Okay. Did not see that. Uh, oh, it's it's really good. I mean, you'd, you'd expect, you know, Brad Bird to do a good movie nowadays. It's like, okay, Brad Bird, I'm in for, for a pretty good movie. And or, or, you know, sequel... those, those bums at Pixar. You know, every once in a while they turn out something worth watching. Yeah, I know. But, you know, even with Pixar, a sequel coming this late in the game, it's like, uh, okay, I really hope this doesn't suck. But it was awesome. It's like really, really good. There's nothing much more I can say about it. I, don't, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to spoil it or anything, but there is, yeah, there's kind of a twist. You can kind of see it coming. But it's still great. It's uh, It's got a good message. Uh, not really like the first one, but this one's still a pretty strong message. It's awesome. Great villain. Go watch it, people. Go rent it. All right. Hey, um, I don't know if we mentioned it on this podcast before, but have you guys watched the Pixar documentary on Netflix? I have not. It's on yeah. right now? I did. I got through most of it. Yeah. It's pretty good. If you're a mm-hmm. fan of Pixar or animation in general, uh, I would watch it. Um, I, you know, As you know, I'm not, and I've only seen a couple <laughs> Pixar movies. Mm-hmm. But I still enjoyed it. And it, it, it's kind of an old documentary. I think it only goes up to like... Like Finding Nemo or something. It's not that far into it, but it's really good. It just talks about how these guys, how Lassiter, Steve Jobs, and whoever the other guy is, and how they started it, and just being you know thrown out by Disney, brought in back mm-hmm. by Disney, and then <laughs> yeah. how the first Incredibles was the first outsider when they brought in Brad Bird to direct one of their movies and all that stuff. So I highly recommend it. It's kind of weird now when you find out Lassiter's a pervert and all that stuff, but yeah, yeah. God damn. I don't know if he's a pervert, but doing inappropriate things in the workplace or whatever he was accused of. Mm-hmm. Um, still, uh, sounds like... watch it. And yeah, I didn't realize how much Steve Jobs was involved back then. And he... Yeah, me either. Um, so yeah, I would recommend it. It's on Netflix right now, or at least it was over the holiday break. Stuff that comes and goes on that <laughs> that service really quick. Um, all right, uh, my number seven. I'm gonna do my second video game. And this was going to be... Jeff and his video games. Yeah. Um, Red Dead Redemption 2. And it's... I really liked it, but I haven't played it that much. But I liked... I know I'm going to like it. I just have to find the time for it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I just... And the thing is, I have one more video game on my list, which is kind of the same thing. There are these awesome open ended world games and they're just so intimidating for me that if I haven't played in a while to sit back down and pick up the controller and just like okay where did I leave up like, can I just play for half an hour or whatever and so that's where I am with this one yeah it's rough um, but I enjoy every t- every second I have played it I've enjoyed it I just get too intimidated um, but I will find time this is a game I don't have to finish this year or even next year or whatever just slowly play it hopefully <laughs> yeah um, but yeah that's uh, that's it. That's my number seven. So, Scott, 
number six. Now it's my turn for video games. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Six, uh, turning to my Switch, uh, which has become my uh, console of choice these days, um, and over the year, uh, would be uh, Square working a little magic, uh, kind of going old school with Octopath Traveler, which is still a god-awful name for a video game. But yes. <laughs> uh, everything else about this, though, is super slick. The, the graphics, the music, um, the, the way that they kind of dole out the, the voice acting in it. Um, it, is, it felt very um, like old school. It felt like a, like a spiritual successor to like Final Fantasy VI. Um, and maybe, I, I know it's been criticized for maybe not being, the, the story not being quite as deep, at least as far as the characters go. Um, as it might have been, but um, just overall, it 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 all works together. Um, it's a it's a great little game. I say little because it's on the Switch. Um, it's a full length RPG. Um, yeah, for anybody that that ever played any of those old SNES RPGs, um, this is almost a must play if you got a Switch. Uh, so yeah, Octopath Traveler. I'll do you one better, Scott. I'm coming up with a game. Septopath Traveler. Mm. Septa? Why couldn't it couldn't be Octa? <laughs> oh, you, <laughs> you mean Hepta? Hepta. Well, you said, you went, you're the one that took it higher. No, Hepta? Sept, Barely Sept, newer. Septa 7. Right, I was already higher. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, sure you are. are. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, right, Alex, <laughs> I'm sure audience is rolling in the aisles, uh-huh. or their eyes, whichever. Alex, number six. My number six is Deadpool two. All right, I knew I, I knew it was going to be good, but I loved it. Uh, it's one of those rare sequels, uh, kind of like uh, The Incredibles two that it, that it's on par and even a little bit surpasses the first one for me. I loved it. There's a bit of a bigger cast. You see more of the X-Men for like a split second, <laughs> which was yeah. awesome. That was, that was a fucking amazing gag. <laughs> They're all in costume and stuff. Like, Yeah. Oh, uh. <laughs> uh, that was so good. Oh, the, the fucking <laughs> chop busting that he does on uh, Logan. It's great. I think my favorite <laughs> favorite gag throughout the movie besides the, the cast being there is just him talking to uh, Negatonic. Yeah, Negasonic Teenage Warhead's girlfriend, Yuki. <laughs> so yeah. he just goes, hi, Yuki. <laughs> <laughs> Cracks me up for some reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I did not like the Deadpool movies the way most people do, but I still enjoyed them. Um, the one thing I look for in that movie besides yeah, that, all the X-Men jokes is that the new team, whatever, and just all like die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. X-Force. Yeah, X-Force, except for Domino, who I forgot who survived. Yeah. but uh, It was Domino. Yeah. I like how they shit, on, they shit on Rob Liefeld in the middle of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy that came up with, oh, yeah. came up with Deadpool and Domino. And X-Force. And mm-hmm. X-Force, yeah. Um, and the, he's from Orange County. some great cameos. He's from Orange County, or he lives here now. I don't know if he's from here, but he lives here now. Mm. There you go. He can afford mm-hmm. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, my number six is not a new movie. But it's something I watched for the first time in 2018, and it's two movies, 
And I will have to say, of all the crap you guys make me watch for this podcast, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I, Jeff. I mean, there's two that I can't complain about, and that would be Raid Redemption and Old Boy. I really enjoyed those movies. Uh, I'm glad that I watched them finally. Like Red Raid, I always knew I. I'm pretty sure I knew I liked, and I've always heard about. It. I just never got around to seeing it. Old Boy, I'd heard of. I did not think I would like it, and I liked it. Yeah. A lot too. So those are two that new to me. Obviously not new movies, but 2018 I was introduced to them and I really enjoyed them. If <laughs> I don't think they make up for all the crap that you guys have made me watch. Again, I don't know what you're talking about, Jeff. Yeah, uh, barbarians. <laughs> That's a fantastic movie. All right. That wasn't even okay. close to the worst I, one. You know, I I will admit, barbarians is a little rough. <laughs> Perhaps a little rough. Um, so nothing's worse than listeners suggested Dune, but yeah. I won't get into that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, if, if we were to do like a top ten raddest fucking movies ever, I I'd have a hard time keeping the the raid off of there. Yep, it was badass. Um, and old boy too, like I said. So boy, I had to I had to do both of them. So that's my new to me section of the list. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Scott, number five. Number five, going back to the video games, uh, and that was a, a little strategy game called Into the Breach. Um, it was released earlier in the year on Steam and maybe the other consoles, I'm not sure, but eventually got released on the Switch again, and it is perfect there. Um, you go through these these missions that are that all take like 15, 20 minutes maybe, um, and the, these isometric grids, and basically you're controlling a bunch of mechs, and you're fighting giant like uh, alien insects. And the whole point is that you're supposed to go eventually supposed to fail and then you go back in time and start over uh and the the whole thing is great and i highly that recommend it like that tom cruise movie or whatever yeah um uh, that one was called like live die repeat yeah initially and then they changed it to like the edge of tomorrow like something fucking generic yeah um yeah it's it's kind of like that i guess you you keep a little bit of what you <laughs> you got before um besides just getting better at the game uh but yeah, for anybody that's, that's into strategy games uh, and has a Switch, or if you have a PC, uh, I highly recommend Into the Breach. So it's, it's a great little, uh, I don't want to say time waster, but time spender, because you can just play it in little chunks and then go back to whatever it is you're doing. Hmm. You know, Edge of Tomorrow, I heard Tom Cruise did his own death for that movie. Yeah. Yeah. He did. <laughs> Damn it. That's committed. <laughs> to an insane asylum for doing all that stuff. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> the, the girl that—that's uh, Emily Blunt, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Was that before? That's probably, I don't think I knew. Mrs. Who she was John Krasinski. Yeah. Um. All right, Alex, number five. Um, my number five, and this is two video games, only because uh, I I love them so much, but for different reasons. Uh, one of them is God of War. Uh, which I don't know why they didn't call it God of War Four. I guess it's the whole reboot thing. They uh, games have this, or games and movies have this habit now of just re- renaming the next one in the sequel the same thing that the first one was. Yeah, that's dumb. And I kind of hate it. I do but too. anyways, the game is great. The story's awesome, and especially you know it's a father son story, and a lot of these older developers now have kids of their own, so they're starting to tell a lot of. Uh, father-son stories and I can't wait for mother-daughter stories I bet uh, you can't no come on <laughs> pervert wow <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But they well, last week on this show. I was just, just, just real quick on, on that note. I, I was looking up John Master real quick in the Wikipedia, yeah, and there's a whole thing, a whole section uh, under his the shit that he did that says, "See also Weinstein effect," <laughs> and that has its whole as a whole big entry. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to go down that road. I thought they were totally. Uh, yeah, let's not go down it. All right. Yeah. Anyways, God of War is great. Uh, you explore. Uh, all of, uh, well, not all of it, but a lot of Norse mythology. It has some missteps, but it's still a great experience overall. And the other game that is just, uh, just a blast from beginning to end. It's fast-paced. Uh, it's fun. It's an open-world game, but it's like not a slog traveling from point A to point B because what you're doing is you're web-slinging as fast as possible, and that is Spider-Man for the PS4. Also, why why do these get one spot? Because I like them both equally, but for different reasons. Okay. Yeah, like Spider-Man is, it, it's comic booky and it has a good story, but it, it's not as heartfelt as it was for me, anyways, as God of War. This game was just the game mechanics and the fun factor of traversing the world was like way over the top. It was fantastic. I recommend both games. All right. I would love to play Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Don't have a PlayStation. <laughs> We'll have to do that switch one of these days, Alex. Yeah, I thought you already had a switch. switch for the, yeah, switch for the switch. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of switch for a switch, my last video game on the list is Zelda: Breath of the Wild. This is which I don't know if what year it came out, but this I started playing it in 2018. This is your number five, Regin. Sorry, yeah, my number five. Um, yeah. I don't actually. I assumed it was 2018, but it's probably not. That's just when I got it. So yeah. <laughs> I'm saying 2018. Zelda. Yeah. Um There's still DLC coming out, so yeah, it still counts. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I really liked it. I kind of went early. I said early in the year I played it a lot. Stopped. Kind of played it again. Haven't touched it. And until this week, I play. I couldn't sleep one night, and I started playing it. And it's fun. It just takes forever. Why are the controls so different, Nintendo? <laughs> Between consoles? Is that what you're going to say? Yeah, like, have you not played an Xbox or PlayStation before? Jeff, Why does your A and your X Jeff, and your B, like, totally you, different? You're talking to the one person <laughs> that, mm-hmm. that, has, that knows is better than, as well as anybody, let me put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Deal with the shit well, all the time. It's because they make Link right-handed, so they had to switch the <laughs> yeah. buttons. God. I feel like I'm always shooting my arrows when I should be aiming. Like it's just ah, oh, bo- whatever. Uh, bo- uh, boring nerd fact. Uh, uh-huh. um, Sony is like not only fucked their like between the other consoles, but in their own console too. Because in Japan, the the accept and cancel buttons are just, are different than they are in America. Yeah. I remember just to make things like more fucking complicated. Yeah, I remember it was like that at the beginning on the PlayStation 1. Right, so like, if you go back to play like something like Final Fantasy, it works the same way as like the SNES. And then at some, at some point they're like, nope, we need to make this different. So now the X button is the accept button and the circle cancels in America. Mm-hmm. Which makes no sense. But there you are. Yeah, this is the world we live in. Alright, well, controls aside, <laughs> uh, Breath of the Wild is a great game, which everyone who's played it knows. 
like I mentioned with Red Dead Redemption, it's really wide open. That I like it, but it's it makes it hard for me to jump back in. I will. What I decided was, I'm Red Dead's on the shelf. Gonna <laughs> finish Zelda, <laughs> at least beat the main story, but I'm not gonna complete everything. But at least do that mm-hmm. before I go back to Red Dead. Um, <laughs> I've heard you can go whenever. straight to spoilers. You can go straight to Ganon right when the game starts. Yeah, but you're, I mean, I tried that. It didn't last. Yeah, you get your shit pushed <laughs> in, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I have one more beast, divine beast to go. I need to get the master sword. Need to get some more shrines to get some more hearts. So that's what I'm working on. I'm going to start doing some sh- grinding on some shrines over the next two years. <laughs> yeah, you are. Oh, man. Easy. That's a bit too personal there. <laughs> first, first Alex and his mother daughter stuff, and Jeff grinding on shrines. <laughs> Damn it. Grinding on shrines. <laughs> uh, but it's. I've always loved the Zelda games. The, o- the only thing I hate, I'll say this. I don't like the, you can only carry so much loot and your swords and the weapons <laughs> yeah. break. I don't like that. I like the more just Zelda games as you progress, you get the boomerang and you have the boomerang forever. And you get the master sword and you have it forever. Like, I don't like this breaking <laughs> shit and cooking food. And... <laughs> yeah, you got to cook survival stuff. Yeah, yeah it's a little annoying. But I still really, really enjoyed it. All right. Um, we're at Scott number four? Yes. yes. All right. Um Jumping back into series, anyway. Uh, a little bit of anime. Uh, and that would be Land of the Lustrous. Uh, oh, yeah. This was a very odd... Based on a manga, I'm sure. but uh, Or light novels. But very very odd premise. I mean, even for anime. Uh, yeah. But to um, see it animated was super cool. They, they, they use computers to animate this. Um, and most of the time, it looks like shit. Like for for a TV series, uh, for animated, but not here. Um, everything looks smooth. Uh, and there are points when they're like swooping across grass and things like that, and it looks fucking amazing. Um, the music's great, uh, but more than anything, the, I I really liked how they they did the characters in this one. Um, you know, they it falls into a few anime tropes, but never wholeheartedly. Um, so you know, the characters never get too precious. Um, it never gets like really into fan service, which is good. Um, mm. And it has a weird little story, which doesn't complete in this first season. Um, but the, the character arc of the main character, Foss is, is great. Um, and there's some really cool action. Um, and this one just kind of took me by surprise, uh, by surprise. And uh, yeah, I've been, been telling anybody to listen who's in, into this kind of stuff to, to give it a, give it a watch. Um, yeah. Land of the Lustrous. I really like it. Um, it it has uh, just one more note on it. It has a it's a very like weird kind of I'm not, philosophy. It's not the maybe the right word, but the way it kind of treats violence and death uh, in the show is, is is kind of a unique take on things. Just yep. based on like who and what the characters are, is it's very interesting. Uh, it's Land of the Lustrous, number four. I second. You, oh, you watched it, Alex? Yeah. Oh, I, I told you about I, this. I don't remember. Yeah, because you recommended it. Yeah. Okay. I'm like okay. Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, it's awesome. Jeff, did you me, watch it? Me too. <laughs> One of these days, I won't watch it. Mm-hmm. Whoa! We can start doing. You can start not doing that right now. Yeah, yeah that's true. Hey, I watched this year. I watched uh, Pokemon. No, what would you make me watch? <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon Princess Mononoke. Princess Mononoke. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. 
I did that. We, this year, last we made year, you anyway. watch like the the pinnacle of Japanese animation. <laughs> that, yeah, right. I enjoyed it. Oh man! All right, All right Alex, number four. Uh, my number four was a little moment. I didn't watch the video game awards, the VGAs this year, uh, but there was one moment that I caught a clip of, and it was very heartwarming and uh refreshing and it was a hundred percent honest and this was the greatest e- the best uh competitive gamer award went to a streamer called sonic fox and it was fantastic because he comes out in fantastic his mr re- fox yeah he Ew. comes out he's already at the vgas in his full uh furry regalia he's a uh, f- full uh on uh furry blue furry fox goes out there he takes off his big head and he gives this like full of just joy and happiness speech about how he's so proud to win this award did he take did he take off the i thought he left it on when he got up there to talk no he when no once he got to the top into the microphone okay he took it off okay so he can speak clearly (laughs) <laughs> Good move. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, it was fantastic. In his speech, he actually mentions, you know, I'm a furry. I'm, uh, I'm a furry. I'm gay. I'm black, and I, you know, I'm a streamer, and I love life. I love what I'm doing, and it's so, you know, I'm so grateful that everybody recognizes, you know. And he was so humbled, and so honored, and it was just nice seeing somebody that deserves an award actually be heartfelt and not phony at all get an award. Yeah, uh, nice. Something. I mean, I haven't seen anything like that in the Oscars in like decades. Yeah, did he thank his team, and did he thank the people over at, um, you know, thank, the agency? Thank, thank, thank Jesus. The, yeah. <laughs> nope. He just thanked everybody there. Thanked everybody who supported him. All his Twitch followers because they're the reasons why he can make a living off of this, and it was it was fantastic. Uh, um, I don't mention based on uh, the video game awards, Alex was the, I, I watched all the reaction, not all of them, but I watched a bunch of the reaction videos to uh, Joker from Persona five. <laughs> oh yeah. Being announced <laughs> for, for, uh, for smash. And it was fucking great. Like people, <laughs> people lose their shit over that. Yeah. It was, they were... it was, it was great. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. we're getting in the weeds there. <laughs> yeah, but the Sonic Fox speech. If you want to listen to it, if you want to cheer yourself up, if you're having a bad day. Uh, go listen to it. It's on YouTube. You can find it. It's fantastic. Uplifting. All right. Sounds good. Uh, we're on to my number four. And mm-hmm. this is the only uh, thing I read this year. Um, but it's not new this year. But I mentioned on the other podcast I was going back and reading old uh, comics. And I was reading the X-Men, um, the Uncanny X-Men, the initial run. Where the new X Men started with um, Storm and Wolverine and everybody, Rouge. Uh, and the Phoenix Saga. So I really enjoyed it. I was gonna go through that and through the Dark Phoenix. Never got to the Dark Phoenix yet. So I'm pretty much just through the first. I don't know how many issues twenty twenty four issues of that, uh, but really enjoyed it. So that that whole thing's like like super sweeping, right? They go out into space and shit, right? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. And then uh, Professor X gets some Nookie. Uh, oh, he did it all for the nookie. Yeah. I haven't gotten that far yet. Oh, but uh, or I don't remember. It <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely 
he Professor X is pretty much a head case the entire I mean he always is I guess but like he's kind of <laughs> he's not really involved because something's going on with him and everything mm. and, just, and that's kind of why Jean Grey has to step up in a lot of the situations and it's a lot of but it's yeah you meet this is when yeah you meet uh, not meet them but when they became the X-Men with Wolverine and Storm and uh, uh, Bamf <laughs> Nightcrawler and Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler yeah and then you have the old characters like Jean Grey and Cyclops stuff. Anyway, it was really cool. Yeah, and it is sprawling. It's all over the place and um, really enjoyed it. I need to get back into it. I also bought a lot of other books that people recommended. I just haven't gotten to them. Are you, so are you, are you doing like the like comicsology kind of pan scan thing or the actual physical? Both. For, actually, for the X-Men was all um, comicsology. Okay. Just because I couldn't find the the one in any of the stores, like I'd have to order it ahead of time. And I was like, ah, I'll just buy one. But <laughs> yeah. sometimes when I go to a comic book store, I feel like I'm guilty. I have to buy something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, the, yeah, I know that feeling. Yeah. So I just been got like some old classic stuff. Like I have the very first uh, like set of Fantastic Four. I think some Frank Miller Daredevil. I have to get to uh, some of the Walking Dead early ones. Uh, the Watchmen. I still haven't read The Watchmen. Oh, I need to get to that. I've, I've owned it for like three yeah, years yeah. and I haven't read it's it. It's totally yet. worth reading, yeah. I just reread it, actually, last month. Oh, yeah. I know. I've What's-His-Face's Swamp Thing. Um, well, Jesus. The guy who did Killing Joke. Uh, anyway. Alan Moore? Yeah, Alan Moore's Swamp Thing. Preacher, I still have to finish. I read the first three. I got uh, I got to do the last two. Or last three or four, whatever. I don't know. I bought a bunch and was reading them, and then I stopped, and then with everything. So mm-hmm. Anyway, but the X-Men was one that really stood out for me. So that's my number four. Scott, we're in the top three now. All right. Uh, my last TV show, uh, The Good Place. I've, I mentioned this a few weeks back. Uh, say a uh, comedy on NBC, I believe. Uh, but the the first couple seasons were were brought to Netflix. Um, this is a, f- a fantastic show. Uh, it it definitely ah, I don't want to spoil anything. Um, there's there's a lot of uh, very uh, clever humor here. It's got Kristen Bell on it. Uh, Ted Danson's great in it. Um, some some good supporting actors and characters. Uh, just, just some moments that made me laugh out loud, uh, which doesn't really happen with uh, TV shows uh, very often. And there was always something, like a few things every episode um, that's making me do that. Um, yeah, and the show definitely zigs and zags. Uh, you think it's going one way, and then it'll go another. Um, and I, I highly recommend it. Um, you know, it's, it's sitcoms. The episodes are only like 20 minutes a pop or 22 minutes, 24 minutes. Um no laugh track, thank God. Uh, I, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah! Woo! And then uh, it's it's a shorter run too, so it's it's not the full twenty four episodes. So it's it feels a lot tighter, you know. So yeah, I recommend it. Hmm. The good. Place. I've heard nothing but good things about it. It's on my quay. Just haven't gotten to it. Yeah. All right, Alex, number three. My number three is uh, my last video game on the list, and it's it didn't come out last year, but I discovered it and played it last year, and I'll never forget it. It's one of the very few video games that I wish 
I could play for the first time ever again. Hello Kitty Island Adventure? It? Yes. Well, that's an MMO. You can just pick oh, that up whenever. Yeah. Uh, Undertale. I can't say enough good things about this game. It's phenomenal. It's all 8-bit graphics. RPG, kind of. But the story is just so engrossing that it just takes it takes over. It's one of those games that I uh, didn't want to stop playing ever. It's only like a six-hour game if you can if you blow through it. But if you go through, like I did, go through everything and try to click on stuff to get extra story bits, it'll take you a lot longer. Uh, yes. But yeah, it's very smart, very good writing, very good gameplay. Uh, it's fantastic. Yeah. And actually, the guy that did uh, Undertale was working on a sequel, and you can play like the first chapter of. Well, not a sequel. It's more like a what-if story with the same characters called Deltarune. And you can play it for free. You can download it and play it right now. And uh, there's a really, really interesting story that he wrote out. A cool explanation about why he really wants to make this game. But he's not sure that he's ever going to ever finish it. I think it took him something like... Because he's a, a solo developer. He gets help from uh, some friends from time from time to time but really it's mostly him and it took him about i think i want to say seven years to make just the first chapter of, of delta rune and it's fantastic i really i am hoping that he'll finish the game but yeah undertale do yourself a favor just pick it up and play it it's on steam switch also so so it's not new this year you just the first time you've played it yes uh, it is new to the Switch this year, so it counts. Yeah, that's true. No, everything counts. I was just wondering because I saw that it <laughs> yeah, came out yeah, in 2015, yeah. or I was wondering if I was looking at something yeah. different. And so I've, I, I did. It was on sale, and I picked it up on the Switch, so I will get around to mm-hmm. it eventually. Speaking, I mean, cool. you guys know yeah. way more about this than me. But the under the inter- independent gamers, did you ever watch that? I forgot what it was called. Where the guy they made Super Meat Boy and no, I never, oh, I no, never I did watch that. I know yet. what you're talking about. Yeah, I forget what it was yeah. called. But... Yeah, and those guys, yeah. Super Meat Boy was two guys. One was the ga- you know, the game developer, one was the programmer. And just, you know, sweat- working their asses off forever. And then Microsoft Publishing just was kind of screwed them at the end. I don't know, just all this stuff. And a couple of these other guys, too. It just seems, yeah, it's cutthroat and just draining. Mm-hmm. But then I think once it did release, like within two days, they said they were, like, rich. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know if they're retirement rich, but they, you know, they had where they were making. Yeah, them. they they didn't have fuck you money, but they, yeah, they weren't starving. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So we're on the my number three, which yes. is Black Panther. Um, really enjoyed this movie. Something different. A character I knew nothing about, um, other than what we saw briefly in Civil War, which there's no real backstory there. So this was all new. Uh, and all the other characters, and I kind of agree with Scott. Killmonger wasn't the greatest, but at least he had a reason. Like you, he had some kind of backstory. Like you get why he did the way. He, I think he over-exaggerated and stuff, but you get it. So I, I appreciated that. And didn't he's like no, the very. He's no Ronan the Destroyer. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did at the end where it's pretty much a panther. You know, we talked about this before. Marvel bad guys are the exact same thing as the good guys. Yeah. You know. But um, it's still good. The introduce, you know, introduction to Shiri and uh, of 
Koye. I forgot her name. Yeah, Koye, <laughs> yeah. right? Like those mm-hmm. are really cool characters. Um, I, I love the the, uh, the the ape tribe chief or the whatever oh, yeah. the tribe was called. I forget. Awesome. Yeah, he was good too. I liked, you know, like I said, the Shuri character was really like, okay, this is our cue for the Marvel. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, and she's just really cool. And that whole car chase scene was really awesome and really dug it. I'm glad. I like it when, and I, I always said I love uh, origin stories, and this is kind of an origin story. It's a little weird. Marvel's been doing weird with that, but I, I liked it. So. Black Panther, my number three. Scott, number two. Number two. Uh, speaking of indie-developed video games, uh, a game that came out hmm, like three or four years ago. Uh, it was just released on the Switch uh, in the fall. And that would be, speaking of fall, that would be Towerfall. That's <laughs> the name of the game. Oh, uh, yeah. As I mentioned many times before, uh, this is a fantastic game. This is um, what, what I was... Still tell people it was still like the best next gen game. Like if if you just think about a video game, like something you sit down and play, um, at least with other people anyway. Um, this is the, there's no other game that has anything on this. Uh, it's it's just so the, the approach for it is very simple. Um, you have all these like eight bit characters, and you're just basically jumping around, kind of like in um, you know, like bubble bubble like mm-hmm. stage, and you're just shooting these little arrows at each other. Um, but it gets, it's incredibly intense. Um, it, it turns out to be like a lot of like depth and strategy to it, uh, cause you, you run out of arrows. Um, you don't have an infant supply. Um, and there's, uh, like you climb on walls and you do like these little air dashes and, uh, just the whole present the arrows, the arrows can hit each other. The arrows can hit each other. You can accidentally yeah, kill yourself you with your own arrow. Um, <laughs> You're, there's like environmental stuff, and just the the presentation is is fantastic. And for the Switch, um, so initially the the game had been just four players, um, only local. There's that's the one that hitch against it is that it's not you can't go on, online with it. Um, but in a way, I can see why Switch they did hitch. it. Yeah, <laughs> on the Switch you can do um, up to six players. Um, it's this kind of battle royale, and it is uh, it is the most fun I've had playing a video game this year by far. Um, and I can't, I can't recommend this game enough. Um, no matter what system you have, I think it's, I think it might only be in PS4 and, uh, the Switch right now. I don't know if it's on the Xbox. Um, and I think it's on PC, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, you know, the, the only drawback is again, you need multiple controllers for this and the, the Switch ones are fucking outrageously priced. Uh, but. Switch, Steam, <laughs> PS4, Xbox One. Okay, great. Yeah, I wow, cool. yeah cannot recommend this enough. Um, you just basically sit down with like I, I recommend having at least like three other people around for the four player. Um, if you're on the Switch, get five, get six people, um, and just the the gameplay is so frantic um, and uh, but so fun at the same time. Uh, yeah, Towerfall uh, for the Switch, my number two. All right. Nice. Uh, Alex, number two. My number two is just the MCU in general. All the movies that I that came out last year, all the ones that I actually caught up on last year, like Ant-Man and the Wasp. Man, that was great, especially the ending uh, and the stinger. Uh, you mean the Wasp? Ant-Man and the Wasp. I was... I was never mind. <laughs> uh uh, Black Panther, 
You guys all covered that. Uh, I watched Spider-Man Homecoming last year, which was great. I still like Spider-Man 2, the Raimi Spider-Man 2 better, but this one's up there. Uh, I wouldn't have been mad in this w- if this was Spider-Man 3. I-, I don't think anybody would, actually. But Wait, What did you say? I'm sorry, I missed it. Uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh. So, 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 like last year, so quick, quick note on, on Spit. Yeah. Uh, quick note on Spiderman. Um, mm-hmm. I, I saw this video today of Kevin Smith kind of breaking down all of the, the different appearances outside of comics for, for Spidey. Um, and he, and he brought up something that I kind of agree with. I don't know how you guys feel about it. That, that, um, Tom, uh, what's his, Holland? Tom Holland is probably like the best Spider-Man of, of the three, I guess, between him, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Like just the, like the way he quips, kind of like his little movements and stuff, like the way he acts. Um, I don't know. Mm, yeah. Best. Like, like in the Spidey that. suit, like, I mean, yeah. And he actually looks like a kid too. That's, I think that's a plus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I mean, Andrew Garfield sucked. Uh, I don't know if he sucked, but he's too... Uh, I don't know. I never... I mean, I, I liked the first movie, but I just didn't... I think it would be between Tobey Maguire and Holland, and I think I like... See, actually, after I saw the Spideyverse, I came home and I watched Spider-Man 2 with Doc Ock. And it, it's still good. I don't know. Well, I, 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 think, yeah. I think they're... It's apples and oranges if you compare the, like, Peter Parker's. Other than Tobey Maguire being like older, but uh, yeah. I think they play Peter Parker much differently. But uh... anyway, yeah, but yeah, everything the MCU is doing, uh, home run. All right, um, my number two is the latest season of Black Mirror. Now this came out. I'm looking up. It came out December 29th, two thousand seventeen. I did not watch it then, so I watched it in 2018. <laughs> um, you didn't finish it in those three days, Jeff? <laughs> um, kind of, there's so much on Netflix. Stuff sneaks up on me. I don't even know it's out until a few weeks. Um, I, Black Mirror might be my favorite show on right now, I guess, besides Game of Thrones. Um, I just really love it. and Some episodes are hit or miss, but this one, uh, there were some, definitely some good ones with the USS Callister and Archangel. Um Hang the DJ. I, all of them are good. I didn't like the Crocodile one, but other than that, they're all really good. Yeah, I still have not watched any of these. I need to. It's on my list. Yeah, and we need to do an episode on it because it's on my list of things to do. So, I, I love this show. It's <laughs> it's so good, and you it, can just pick pick and choose, pick and choose. You don't have to watch all of them. Just pick and choose. It's just pick your pick and choose your method of suicide, pretty much, because <laughs> yeah. they're all hard watches. Well, there's a couple of happy episodes, right, Jeff? Well, that's not true. I did watch the very first one. Oh, that's about pig fucking. Yes, yes. That was an easy watch. Yeah. It goes downhill from there. God damn. Oh, my gosh. Yep. Some of them are... My wife and I got through three episodes, and we're like, yeah, we need a break. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe this year we'll watch three more. Yeah, I, I can, if you want, I can give you guys a list of, like, the lighter ones. None of them are light, but I give you the lighter ones. Um, <laughs> but definitely, I would say the USS Callister one. You guys should watch that one. That's the Star Trek-looking one. Um, but 
I just really love this show, and I can't is, wait until... Is, is that the one with, with Una Chaplin? With who? Uh, it was Rob Stark's wife in Game of Thrones. Uh, anyway. No, she's in uh, like the Christmas episode okay. from a couple years ago. Okay. This is Jesse Plemons and one of the McPoyles from uh, <laughs> that show. Always sunny. Always sunny. Yeah. Yeah. Where's your pledge? Yeah. Um, (laughs) All right. Number one, Scott. I think I think you and I have the same, but I'm not sure. Uh, I'd be uh, this this movie uh, instantly was was gratifying and has given me blue balls. (laughs) Um, In a way, like Game of Thrones level blue balls. Uh, Even though I knew it was only I was only gonna have to wait a year. Um, and that would be Avengers Infinity War. Um, I saw it like back-to-back nights in the theaters. Uh, I uh, saw it again over the summer. And then uh, it's on Netflix now. I watched it again. And I got the, the UHD. And I watched it in, in super high diff. Um, do you have a super HD TV? I do. Or are you on your computer? I got a 4K oh, TV. Nice. Or an, nice. Uh, HD, or HD DVD? Yes. Yeah. Gonna play. Shut up. <laughs> Laser disc. Um, uh, what can I say about this movie that I haven't said a million times? Uh, mm-hmm. I uh, there's almost no part of this movie that I like don't like watching. Uh, like all the scenes, um, how they tie together, and it's 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 kind of amazing that it still all works. Like it shouldn't fucking work. Like this. Yeah. No. There's. I don't think anybody can argue that there's too many characters. Like I don't care that there's that many characters. Like I I like it. But there's yeah. there's like there's a lot of characters. Um there's a lot to get through. Um and and yet it still feels so satisfying. Like everybody gets their, their character moments. Um I think my my favorite uh thing to talk about from that movie was just when Steve Rogers steps out of the shadows. And oh, and it made it and it immediately made me think of uh The Simpsons. Like Homer saying, "Stupid, sexy Steve Rogers." He's all yeah. he's all bearded and he's he's got the dark costume on. He's all broody and <laughs> and the music and the music. Yeah, it's boner inducing. Yes, I think I think my oh, yeah. my the only things that I, I watching it um, subsequent viewings that, that kind of warned me a little bit was just too many CGI villains. Yeah, like that's... that was a little, it was a little much. It's an Avengers movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they all three of them have that. Yeah, I mean it was, it's to be expected, but it was just kind of like yeah, it was still better than like the Chitauri, I guess, because they weren't all robots that I met that I fell over at the end. Uh, but uh, God, I just love this movie. Um, it, uh, you know, the people are people have said. I think I mentioned this. It's it's like the Empire Strikes Back of the of the MCU. Which isn't really yeah. a fair comparison at all because nope. it took how many movies to get to this point? <laughs> yeah, that was a big build-up. Yeah, but for all the Avengers movies, and this, this definitely makes up for some, for any of the shortcomings that uh, um, Age of Ultron might have had. Yeah. Uh, one quick little thing that I noticed, because in the trailer for Endgame, 
you can see Thanos's armor on the on the cross thing, like uh, on display there, kind of like a scarecrow. You could actually see that armor set up on display at the end of Infinity War. Hmm. It's off on the corner of the screen, but I remember distinctly remember when I recently watched it on Netflix. Also, it's like, oh shit, there's the armor. Oh yeah, so he's already. Oh, one yeah. one thing worth noting: I finally spotted Tobias. Nice. Oh dang it! I still haven't seen him. <laughs> I gotta keep once once I saw him, open. I was like, it was like so obvious too. I yeah. was like, fuck! How did I not notice this before? Well, I mean, once I knew he was supposed to, that I was supposed to be looking for him, then it was like, oh, how come I didn't see him? That fume case one go go get. That's in the collector scene, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I always forget, and I always see the uh, characters from uh, Arrested Development were used with permission of yeah, Fox yeah. Entertainment. Well, that's the thing is, the it's like I didn't, even, I wasn't even thinking about it when that scene came up, and then I just spotted it, and I was like, oh, and just kind of clicked. Yeah, it's when they're sneaking up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> very nice. Uh, I'll add a little bit more. My number one, but right now, Alex, number one. Uh, my number one, since Jeff, you didn't answer my message when I messaged you on the phone earlier, I'm gonna keep this as my number one. Uh, this, I had a personal pa- passion project that I started last year, and it was because of this podcast, uh, Hotshot First, that really inspired me and gave me the experience to do it. And it is uh, Excite Tykes. It's uh, a little YouTube channel that I started with me and my two sons, and they're four and five years old, and they play old. I have them play old school video games and see what they think about them and how they do, and it's a nice bonding experience for me and the boys, and I love doing it. And it's also helped me out in my career, since uh, we've started doing uh, more streaming and uh, filming for my job. So all around. It's been a very enriching experience for me, and it all started last year. So thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks, boys. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. you're welcome. We didn't do anything, but you're welcome. <laughs> what, what? What do I have to do with this? No, I just asked if it was okay to talk about it, since it's kind of like bad form to advertise oh. personal projects on. Oh, no, no. I assume yeah. this was going to be your number one. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I contributed. Oh, I I contributed to it. Oh, that's right. Scott came up with the name when I was looking for a name for the channel. Hundred percent, and then I bailed nice. right after that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, yeah, you guys should check it out. It's pretty cool. It's pretty mm-hmm. cute. Yep. Family friendly, so if you have kids, it's safe to watch. <laughs> I think you're creating a couple monsters, but that's all right. <laughs> Gaming monsters. Yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> uh, very cool. Uh, my number one is Avengers: Age, uh, not Age of Ultron, uh, <laughs> Infinity War. <laughs> um, Everything Scott said, I, I, I still stand like me to the review. Like it, I don't know what the movie in itself is gonna make is the top one. Like I don't think it. He said you have to have watched twenty one other movies, whatever <laughs> yeah. it is, beforehand to really get it. Uh, but the event of it all was was the moment for me and, and nerdum and all this stuff in two thousand eighteen. I just loved it. Um, just talking about it, the snap I saw it. Like what a couple times, uh, and then my work went to see it. I was like, "Oh, sure, I'll go see it again." And, you know, everything about it was awesome. Um, and I want to say, what's weird is my favorite moment of that movie actually happened in the. Uh, all right, spoiler alert for Ant Man and the Wasp. <laughs> mm-hmm. Five, four, three, two, one. Earth below <laughs> us. The end credit scene 
everyone in the movie theater. Like you kind of knew it might happen, but when it happened and they come back and they're just the ashes are floating away, just everyone just like that was almost a bigger shock than anything. I, <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, that was such a like a tonal shift. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just like. And that was all set up from that movie and just everything about it. Uh, the intros, you got your all your favorite characters. You, know, you have your Tony Stark putting on his nanobot suit. You had the sex, stupid sexy <laughs> Steve Rogers. <laughs> you had Thor, bring me Thanos! <laughs> and just uh, Rocket. Everybody in the movie had their the girls kicking ass with Okoye and Black Widow and Scarlet Witch. Just everything just... It's an experience. May not be the best movie in the world, but the experience and the event of yeah, it the, all. Was yeah, awesome. the spectacle of it. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's hard to beat. Um, CGI Bruce Banner. Although, <laughs> ju- just just talk about like the worst part. some some like what I thought was some excellent uh, direction and filmmaking. It's kind of that last like five minutes, like like spoilers post snap. How there's like no soundtrack. You just kind of hear the wind going through the trees, and then just yeah. one by one, and then just the way that they—they—it's—it's it's amazing how effective it was, like just kind of knowing the meta that yeah, there's gonna be another movie, and they're not actually gonna kill off all these people and blah blah blah. But it's still like you still felt it, and I thought they the Russos did an amazing job with that last like bit. Yep, and then yeah, the Spider-Man, Peter Parker. Yeah, exactly. Ah, uh, it was brutal. It was Alex like saves a gut punch. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, hopefully Endgame can, uh, live up to it. So the trailer right. looks awesome. It does. Hey, it's me. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's funny if you think about that, if you like he, the, the most serious moment of Ant-Man and the Wasp leads into Avengers and then the least most lighthearted moment of that trailer is because yeah. of Ant-Man going back into the thing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it's me. You probably Ant Man. <laughs> yeah. You know, I know you know Ant Man. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, can't wait. Get Captain Marvel out there, and then. Uh, Hot yeah. damn! So. I know, man. We're in. For it's coming. Ride. It's coming. In, uh, they they said it's April again, so probably end of April. And we're like at what ninety ninety nine days away from Endgame. Whew, not soon enough. I know. All right. Um, any honorable mentions? I have a couple. Yeah, me too. Uh, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm playing through it also. Uh, I like it, but it wasn't my favorite from 2018. But it's good. It, it's got, yeah, the open world problem where there's, like, it's daunting. There's a lot of stuff to do. But <laughs> most of it is just for shits that you can do. It's not relevant to the story at all. It's just fun. So it's one of those games that you you should complete the main story and everything if you want to do that. But also if you just want to dick around and be an old old west cowboy and mm-hmm. rob people, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, I, I wonder what. So maybe just because I'm a dork and I love comic book stuff, but like the Arkham games really got me to go do all the side quests, and I loved all of it. But like the Grand Theft Auto and the Red Dead, like those, I haven't really. Maybe I will with Red Dead, but I haven't really been had the desire to go. Yeah, like complete yeah, well, every single side quest. Yeah, the Rockstar games, I can't, I can't really get into that because God of War and Spider Man, I know I'm gonna 100 percent those. I want to dive, I want to dive back into those games. Yeah. But Red Dead, meh. I like my horse. He That's shits cool. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Is that like if you don't, if you leave the controller down for a second or something? That's his. No, it's just all the fucking time. The horses no. just shit everywhere. Just like in real life. All right, uh, and my uh, mine, uh, Better Call Saul was the other TV show that I've been watching. I think this season wasn't as good as the previous ones, but still a great show. That's my honorable mention. Scott, you have any? Um, I I, I thought I watched it this year, uh, the first season of The Punisher, but I'm looking at the date and it came out at the end of 2017, so I'm not sure. Either way, I didn't get the chance to talk about it like this, so I'm just going to shout it out again. Uh, it, it was the best of the the. Uh, the Marvel shows to come out on Netflix in that period. Yeah, yeah that's my Punisher impression. Uh, <laughs> so that was that was great. Um, and then uh, one more video game. Um, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate uh, came out in December, uh, and it is fucking insanity. Like the amount of yeah. Of detail that went into this game, uh, and and you can't see any of it. <laughs> yeah, and you can't <laughs> can't even see. It. But uh, just it, it it feels like it was made by people that love video games. And uh, granted, most of it's like Nintendo stuff, but there's properties from from all all different uh, non Nintendo blocks of life in the in this game. Um, and all the characters like feel unique. Um, the gameplay is frantic. I mean, I, I don't think I'll ever get good at it, <laughs> but uh, just like, kind of like kind of falls in line with the Avengers. Just like the spectacle of it, um, the idea of it is is almost better than the actual game itself for me. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they I think Nintendo kind of knocked it out of the park with this, like for what it is. And it's again, it just the concept is 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 psychotic that they've got this roster of like. <laughs> It's going to eventually be like 80-something characters or something like that. I, f- I forget what it is now. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and it, it still works. It all works. Um, it's it's kind of a a uh, uh, like a red-letter game for, for Nintendo. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're, they're, Nintendo's kind of killing it right now. Uh, I know I know, because uh, the nostalgia monster is going to get to me, but uh, this year a bunch of shit's going to come out for the Switch, like a bunch of ports. Like a lot of the Final Fan- old Final Fantasy games are coming over. Some of the old uh, Resident Evil games are coming over. And I'm just a sucker, so I'll be like triple or quadruple dipping on these games because I'm an idiot. But yep. but I'll have it there on my <laughs> Switch. So there it is. Yeah, uh, jeez. Well, there's no other way to play these games. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> there's absolutely no way to play these games. Yeah. Yep. No other way. Oh, here's a tip for getting good at Smash. All you have to do... It's just mm-hmm. put like uh, a thin shirt over the buttons, preferably cotton, and just drag your knuckles across the buttons as fast as possible. Isn't that the way that you would break the ice in Mortal Kombat? Like between stages? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because you had to press unhumanly fast. Huh? <laughs> you had to button mash, so you just had to find a good alternate methods than the traditional button mashing. If you didn't have a turbo controller, that is. <laughs> Cheater. There you go. All right. It's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I already did my sports. Sports, Paul? Yeah. Let's recap. Gritty is good. Uh, <laughs> Gritty, for lack of a better word, is good. Mexico Mexico is celebrating uh, Korea. Amazing. 
and a U.S. men's curling team sweeping the Swedes. Woo! USA. 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 All right. Well, since I didn't add any sports to my list, I'll add a couple here. Um, the U.S. Uh, national uh, USA hockey women's national team winning the Olympic that gold. That was pretty badass. That, yeah, that was that awesome. shootout was intense. Yep. And then I went to a lot of sporting events this year, but the best one by far was when I went to the Rams Chiefs Monday Night Football game. Oh man, that the all time classic. Yeah, that was. Yeah, over a hundred points scored. It was my first football game I've been to in. 20 year whatever whenever the rams left initially uh we had good seats ditched work a little early to go tailgated everything about it <laughs> didn't, didn't awesome. you meet trejo we meet we met danny trejo when, when we walked in yeah it was great and but the game was just spectacular so uh and that, that was and driving and that was all because the, mexico couldn't keep a field <laughs> right yeah the game was supposed to be in uh, somewhere in mexico and they Oh, it's yeah. all rainy, and what's her face? Whose hips don't lie ruined the field. And... <laughs> Shakira. <laughs> Shakira. Yeah. Oh, because of her concert yeah. there. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, her hips. Yeah. <laughs> totally. She was just. She was just. Yeah. She was just like doing that, like, uh, like corgi ass ass drag all across the field. <laughs> uh, it's uh, like Thanos snaps. She just has to twick her her hips. Yeah. Bam. They don't lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a great. I, I was on a high for like two weeks. <laughs> games. And I've been to a lot of sporting events in my life, and that was just awesome. So those are my two sporting things. How is Boomer looking out there? Hmm? You need some Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. It's time for Neem News. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. All right, so going a little long here. Uh, so just real quick. Um, I I guess it came out in November, but I didn't see it so recently. And that was the trailer for the Lego Movie Two, the second part. Uh, yeah, this looks like fun, like the first movie. I I thought the the first Lego Movie was great. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, what's his name? Stole the show as Batman. Um, Will Arnett. Uh, Job. Yeah, Job. Gob. Um, I don't care for that Job. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and yeah, this looks like more of the same. Although, although the, it seems like they're kind of doubling down on that kind of fourth wall breaking humor. So hopefully, there's not too much of that. Uh, but uh, yeah, it looks it looks funny. It looks uh, fun, family friendly. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to that. And then uh, new Spidey teaser trailer dropped. Um, and I'll let you guys talk more about it. But I just wanted to say one thing about it. What? It can't be a fucking teaser trailer if it's two and a half minutes long. Yeah, I know. I'm it just, isn't. I'm just saying. It's just you can't, you can't call it a teaser trailer. <laughs> well, I, I assumed it was a trailer, yeah, because it was two, it was a long. Yeah, trailer. I was like, what the fuck? You can't call this teaser trailer. But uh, anyway, so Spidey trailer, go. Yep. Uh, I'm just speculating. It looks great. Uh, I'm curious and I want to see it, but I'm speculating as to when what the time frame is. That this movie takes place because it could take in between, you know, Homecoming and Infinity War, or it could be post Snap. That is, I don't true. know. Yeah, wait a minute. I thought he's supposed to be Dust. Mm. Yeah, I know. And Sam Jackson. Mm-hmm. So they could do like a it's a pre-Snap thing or whatever, yeah. but it comes out after. Uh, what should we call Endgame? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I don't know. Speaking of that, the timeline thing, you guys are talking about the 
Infinite, no, the in-game trailer where Scott shows up and says, hi, guys. So I heard if you look at that closely, that's, you could tell that's actually pre-snap. It's because, remember, Captain America is away, and I've so and broke it down. If you look at trailer, if you look at something okay. on the... Well, he does, he does literally say, is this a recording? <laughs> yeah. Or maybe that's what it is. They're, maybe they're yeah, post-snap, but they're recording from a while ago or something. Yeah, that's right. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Never mind. No, because he says, is this, how old is the recording? And then Black Widow says, no, this is happening live right now. Okay. That's the, the yeah the next immediate line right after that. All right. Ignore me. Move along. <laughs> Move along. Uh-huh. Um, I like the trailer. I mean, it looked like a Spider-Man trailer. I don't know anything about the J- Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio. character. Mysterio. The name. Mysterio. Yeah, I could. Ray Mysterio. Can, yeah, because I know Mysterio and what his deal is, then uh, I. Uh, it was kind of fun seeing the trailer play out. It's like, oh, okay. I think this is where they're going, but who knows? Uh, yeah, I, I thought, thought the Hulk was going to be in Infinity War, and he wasn't. So, <laughs> I I thought Mysterio was a little Mexican wrestler. Yeah, in yeah. He always kept the luchador mask on. No, that was... was Junior. That was the son, Rey Mysterio Junior. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I did. I did like that. Uh, Happy was trying to get himself a little Aunt May. Yeah, <laughs> what's Aunt, what's going on here? Aunt, <laughs> what just happened? Aunt May needs some love too. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a good trailer. All right, I do like it. The, I like <laughs> the it at the very end. end. What's his face? Uh, what's the bad guy? Bad kids. Uh, the guy who what? hates Peter Parker. Calls him a douchebag. Bag. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah. nobody likes Bowie's friendly neighbor, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> What's up, dickhead? Yeah. <laughs> what are you looking at, dick nose? <laughs> yeah. How's that guy like a bully to him? Because he's like a head shorter than him. I never understood that. Yeah, but what's that character's name? He's like Flash, Flash, Flash Thompson. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Spidey trailer landed. Uh, that is not a teaser. It says it's a teaser, but it's not a teaser. Yeah, it's a full trailer. It's not a, it's not a teaser. Uh, Come on. Um, that's that's all I wanted to go over. Um, Alex, anything you wanted to talk about? Uh, I'm not looking forward to the next Star Wars movie. Oh, I heard there was some stuff that came out about that, yeah? Oh, really? I didn't know. I'm just not looking forward to it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I heard uh, John Boy Ega had some pictures of him on set or something. I didn't look because I don't care. No. Mm, yeah. Yeah. You guys know where I stand on that. Mm-hmm. But what I did 100% see behind. Tra- yeah, uh-huh. uh, loves it. A new trailer for Game of Thrones. I had not watched it yet. Although the trailer had like, I don't think any of it was actual footage from the show. It was just kind of, did you see it, Scott? No, no, I didn't, I didn't see it yet. It's pretty much the Stark children walking through the crypt of Winterfell. And then you hear voices from past like they walk by Catelyn's statue they walk by Leanne's statue they walk by Ned's statue uh each one of them John uh Jesus Christ the name uh he's not in the game of Sansa John is kind of like Jesus (laughs) yeah yeah Sansa and Arya and then their statues show up in front of them so it's kind of ominous and then then they all freeze because winter is comes all over them 
And the one simple thing is <laughs> uh, the feather that uh, King Robert puts in Leanne's hand at the very first episode is still there and it falls to the ground and freezes. So I don't know what that symbolizes. Mm. Uh, it has to do with John's heritage or whatnot. Mm. But shit is going down. Can't wait. April something. Thank God it's not all the way at the end of the year like last season. <laughs> but yeah, but it's been a whole year yeah, and a half no. in between. So. Talk about blue balls. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get Avengers and Game of Thrones around the same time. Dun, 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 dun. And no shitty Star Wars. So yes, well until the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I know, but around that time. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. So uh, it was a great 2018. Let's hope 2019 is just as good as, if not better. At least from yeah, pop let's culture, let's hope for better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm talking movie wise, oh, not, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we got. Yeah, of course. Hopefully, <laughs> two years left. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.